guys, welcome back to Autoimmune and Me. I'm your host, Dawn. Let's get ready to dive into today's episode. How was Ashley able to go up to bat so many times against so many doctors and nurses to get her diagnosis correct? Well, I'm going to get into that, um, but I do have to just give a little snippet of her life in general. Um, You know, my wife grew up uh, in a rough upbringing. Um, She went between her mother's home and her grandmother's home in living situations. Um, So she was bounced back and forth a little. Um, Her diet was not always the best when it comes to um, living with her mom and the choices that her mom made. However, um, for as far back as she can remember, she had reactions to gluten um and she actually shared a story with me and i'm getting ready to share that with you guys as well but it was very frustrating just to listen to the story and know that there are doctors and there are nurses um, and people in the medical profession that choose to ignore symptoms and signs that a patient is having to give them the proper diagnosis Um, And that's not fair. It does a disservice not only to the patient, but also eventually to the doctor or nurse because, you know, that has to weigh on them at some point. You can't always be stone cold and not have a feeling or emotion towards what your patient is sharing with you. This is not me trying to bash doctors, nurses, or anyone in the medical profession. Now, I understand that there's a good majority of medical professionals that care about their job, care about their patients, uh, and want to find that proper diagnosis for what's going on with their patient. That being said, there's always at least a bad apple or bad seed in every profession. It happens. Um, This is Ashley's story, and I'd like to share it because I'm hoping and she's hoping that this might touch someone who's going through similar situations and is pretty much grasping at straws trying to figure out what is wrong with their body and why they feel as sick as they do. So as far back as Ashley could remember, she always had stomach trouble. Anytime she would eat pasta, bread, muffins, cakes, cookies, crackers, Anything with wheat or gluten in it, she would always have vomiting, nausea, acid reflux, migraines. That's just to name a few symptoms that she would get. The first time that she remembers um, these symptoms, I guess, coming on, she was around six or seven years old. And she had had some toast for breakfast right before school. When she went to school and and she was sitting in her class, uh, her classmates and her were all uh, sitting in a round, large group. Um, And the next thing she knew, she was regurgitating the bread she had just eaten for, for breakfast. She felt like she had no choice but to swallow it because she didn't want to embarrass herself. She had the feeling of acid reflux the rest of the day. She couldn't figure out what that feeling was or why it was happening. So, as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Ashley lived between her grandmother and her mother's home. 
But when she was living with her grandmother, she would eat toast and eggs for breakfast at times. But for the most part, she would be kept away from bread and other foods that contained uh, wheat. This was mainly because her grandmother had stomach issues as well and would just resort to eating baby food when her stomach would be upset. So it's suspected that her grandmother had celiac. However, she was never tested for it. Um, it just went undiagnosed and she tried to treat it by avoiding, you know, wheat and, and pastas and stuff like that. Items that contain gluten. Um, they would just eat basically vegetables and meat, but when she went to go live at her mom's, uh, it was a completely different story. She would always eat gluten. Uh, her mom had stomach issues as well, but she just continued to eat gluten. It was kind of the attitude of, this is not going to change how I'm eating, and nobody's going to stop me from eating what I want. So, you know, she would eat tuna helper, hamburger helper, um, a lot of pastas and uh, breads. Um, but, you know, over time, and even from the younger ages, Ashley suffered from migraines um, that would never go away. She was constantly on migraine medicine and having to have like a cold compress on her head as she lay in the dark in her room. Um, she had acid reflex as well. At one point, she was uh, even diagnosed with anemia and put on iron pills, vitamins that would, and also vitamins that would make her sick. Um, she was always feeling sick. She doesn't remember a time that she wasn't feeling sick when she was uh, growing up. So for the longest, Ashley suffered with those stomach pains and would have vomiting, nausea, and, and like I said, the migraines. Um, she would go to the hospital to try and get some help or answers as to why she was feeling the way she was feeling, but no one could ever answer her questions or even knew why she was having the symptoms that she was having. Um, during hospital visits, they would give her some type of mixture that they called the Green Goddess, which was a medicine used for acid reflux, but by the time they would release her from the hospital, she would throw it up. So it wasn't even staying down. Um, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, she had mentioned that she had told them that, but, you know, that was their, I guess, resolution to what was going on. Um, you know, years later, things progressed even worse. After every meal she was eating, she was throwing up. She couldn't keep any of her food down. It got so bad to the point where she dropped all the way down to 85 pounds, um, you know, on multiple occasions, she was told that her symptoms were due to high levels of stress and anxiety. No one really had real answers for her as to why she was feeling sick the way she was. Um, which is when she decided to take matters into her own hands. And she set up an appointment for an endoscopy. Uh, right after the endoscopy uh, was completed, the male nurse that was in the room told her that her liver enzymes uh, were really high. And she got concerned and asked, you know, well, why is that? The guy told her, basically, um, with a disdain in his voice that, well, it could be your tattoo on your arm. You know, that made Ashley have so many concerns and she flipped a flipped out a little bit 
um, she started thinking, oh my goodness, do I have some type of disease or something from the tattoo? Am I going to die from this? Like, what's going on? Well, um, weeks after that endoscopy, she actually received a letter in the mail that read, um, you have been diagnosed with celiac disease. This was around age 24 or 25 years old. So, I mean, she had went a very long time undiagnosed, having the symptoms and the issues she was having, and doctors with no answers, um, just continuously going through this. Because Ashley had no knowledge that she even had celiac disease, um, and just from eating gluten for so many years of her life, it did cause some internal damages. Um, she had endometriosis, which was cysts forming on her ovaries. Um, she actually had a couple surgeries to remove them, but they just kept coming back even stronger uh, to the point where she went through a mild cancer treatment, which finally worked and got rid of the cysts. Um, but it also had caused damage to her gallbladder, which eventually she had to have emergency surgery just to get that removed. So there, there was a lot of things that caused her health issues because she was undiagnosed for a very long time with the celiac disease. So there was also a point in time where, you know, she lost feeling in her legs and couldn't even walk just for a short period of time. Like, a few minutes is what I'm talking about, not, like, you know, days. But she was able to eventually regain her ability to walk. It was a very weird feeling for her and very uncomfortable, and she didn't understand why that was happening. Um, but it was very scary for her, and she thought she was going to be paralyzed permanently. Um, you know, celiac has the potential to damage you substantially. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. So it's a very good idea to take it super serious just due to the medical effects that it can cause. Like, you know, as an example, I know someone who also was actually most rec recently uh, diagnosed with celiac disease. But this guy doesn't even take it serious and... Um, you know, he continues to eat gluten and doesn't have any issues with the symptoms or side effects that it causes. You know, he's told me where he's had bloody stool um, and other stomach issues and stomach pains caused by just eating the foods that he refuses to walk away from. You know, and I don't like when people like to joke about it and when you're like, you know, hey, I have to be gluten-free, they just kind of don't understand and the mentality for a lot of people is like, if it's not causing you any harm, like, ignore it. And it's a small amount of stomach pain, ignore it. Keep eating what you're eating. Um, you know, I've seen people make, make jokes because this guy was diagnosed with celiac but he continues to eat the way he eats. Um, you know, they've even come at me and asked me, 
you know, well, why, why is it that you're choosing not to eat gluten? And it's like, well, you don't realize that the potential that it has, if I eat gluten, to harm my wife. Um, gluten stays in your system for so long. Uh, it also stays in your saliva for X amount of days and weeks. So it's not something that you take lightly and it's not something that, you know, if you love that person or your body even, um, that you would even make jokes about it or not take it serious. Um, it does have life-threatening issues and that lead to life-threatening issues, sorry. Um, so why not make that change in your life when you need to and stay away from gluten if that's what you've been diagnosed with. I never really understood why why it's funny or a joke or, or any of that stuff. Thanks everyone for joining me here at Autoimmune and Me, where life throws you curveballs, it's just a matter of swinging or not. Join me next week for a new episode to learn more about our story. Please feel free to reach out to me at livingwiththeirtheir, autoimmune, at gmail.com to share your stories.